And uh, welcome to the GNA podcast, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol, where we get drunk and talk about leaving people in the car. I'd like to thank these people who are with me here today, these fine few men. <laughs> these guys joining me tonight, these nuts, these nuts, these. They can if you'd really like. D, well, these joining us tonight. How you doing, D? <laughs> Not too shabby. And we got Zyberblood joining us tonight, man. How you feeling, Zyber? I'm doing all right. Rock on, rock on. And we got Shadow Fox coming back with that that beautiful camera he's got going with that that beautiful, perfectly blurred background and the SpockoSoft.com right across the top. It's fantastic looking. Mr. Spockos. Yeah, I've got to go ahead and get a webcam. Seriously. But I'm doing great. Oh man, it's been a hell of a week. Some great things came out this week. One being Infinity War. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I haven't gotten uh, to see it yet, but I want to. Oh man, you're gonna hate when I spoil this whole thing for you. Oh, if if you're doing that, I'm out. <laughs> and BattleTech, I think, came out earlier this week, didn't it? Tuesday or was that last week? I think it was this week. Not sure. Pretty sure it was this week. Yeah, it was totally this week. I'm saying it came out this week. Now, granted, you're listening to this show next week, so you're going to say, no, it didn't come out this week. It, it came out last week, but we're recording in last week. You're listening to the past. That makes way more sense than I wanted it to. If you're listening to the future, then be scared. You don't want power like that left to us. Oh, no. Then it'd be like that television show where that dude got the newspaper early edition. You got the newspaper every day, like a day early, and kept trying to stop all the bad stuff that happened. That was the one in Chicago, right? Sure. <laughs> I'd, have been in, I'd have been investing in stuff. <laughs> like, huh? how is that going to affect the stock market? Let's see. <laughs> Me too. I would have been like, I'm going to make a buck. Paparazzis for freaking life, dude. Well, most important thing we got to kick into every single night. Uh, what is everybody drinking? So uh, let's start with you, Mr. Vaporizer there. I see that you're putting it right to your lips. All right. So at this point, I feel like whenever I do this, it's like the the hobo, what are you drinking? Because it's always what I scavenge together. So tonight is Please a, don't be fireball. Please don't be no, fireball. No, it's a random measurement of Jim Bean. Uh, Dr. Perry, Dr. Pepper, Cherry Coke mixed in this Mikado Summer 2017 glass. Now, when you say a random amount, do you just mean that you opened the bottle, started pouring, and said, yeah, it's good? Yeah, that's that's pretty much how I live my life, actually. Tastes pretty good. I like it. So what's it taste like? Uh, it tastes exactly like a bourbon mixed with Dr. Pepper Cherry. I have no clue what that would taste like. Well, maybe you should try it one day. All right, I'll stop by. You make me one. Oh, I will. Zyber Blood Man, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking uh, Elysian's uh, Space Dust IPA. Dude, I love Space Dust. Yeah, it's pretty damn good for what it is. Um, I've been drinking it pretty much all week, and it's a spot nice. It's not too heavy. It's not too light. It's in that golden zone for IPAs, in my opinion. What was the IBUs on that? Uh, Shiza... I don't remember Shiza being an IBU. Um, it's a eight point two by volume, but uh, IBUs I do not see it on here right off the bat. 
Um, I can't remember either. Some of them you have to actually go to the website to see. Yeah. I've noticed well, that. Bastards. Making us, like, type things in keyboards and things. Damn. But, yeah. Before that, I pre-grained with a little Kraken. Oh, uh, yeah. I love Kraken. I'm actually, uh... Oh, you, oh hold on. I gotta, I gotta stop right there. Is that your dinner, Shadow? Is, is that actually your dinner? No. That's a big... Extounding yes. Okay. I'm going to drive to your house, and I'm going to make you eat some of this Thai curry that I got. And I got it level eight. Bring the pain. Oh, I'm I'm waiting for the half of this curry to come out of me. It's 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 going to be a massacre. And why the the hell does my anus only understand the flavor of hot? Because your butthole is a volcano. I know, but a volcano doesn't sit there and go, ow, ow, hot, 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 hot. My anus does. If they could talk, I'm pretty sure they would. I, I don't know. I think they'd may say something more like, Belch. Have you ever lived on a volcano? On or in? Both. Or. No. I With have. The- With all the ash, though? I have. I lived on a volcano. I'm pretty sure occasionally a volcano would go, a little chalky. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Volcanoes can talk, Cecil. Go visit one. But sacrifice at least something to the fire god so you can at least uh, live to get back down. So I gotta throw Joe into the volcano is what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Mm. Yes. So D, what are you drinking with us tonight, man? Coke in a solo cup. Coke in a solo cup. Nice. Nice. Hold on. Hold I on. love it. I gotta interrupt for a second. <laughs> um, Orange Crush. Hashtag Orange Crush. Joe versus Volcano. Hashtag Orange Crush. I'm glad somebody freaking got that quote. Or got that reference I was making, Jesus. Well, well, that's that's ha- uh, half true. It's not just Coke in a solo cup. It's also Jägermeister. That's what I'm talking about. I was like, <laughs> like you know what? All right, I could I could say everybody takes a night off drinking. I even took a night off drinking one time. <laughs> I was wait. I was like, yeah, you know what? That's I I'm, I, c- I can go with that. Everybody's got to find their limits. Uh, me, I got a fresh bottle of Jägermeister. <laughs> Me, I am. Uh, I'm actually having a little bit of an issue health-wise, so I'm sticking towards a lighter beer, something a little bit, a uh, little bit less kind of, you know, in your face. Not so much of the hoppiness. I'm actually going with something that I found. Now, if anybody knows me, they know that I am an old school metalhead. Now, my taste in music has grown over the years, but as a younger guy, I I was a, a metalhead through and through. Um, I didn't get too hardcore into like the death metal and the Things like that, but you know the the old school speed metal, Ozzy, Megadeth, Metallica, and uh, Pantera. I, I, oh God, Pantera, Cemetery Gates, man. Um, oh, hell yeah! And I found a a beer. I was cruising around. My brother came up last weekend. We were cruising around, and I found this beer. Now you may recognize the name. It's called A Tout Le Monde. Uh, <laughs> Megadeth song or Tout Le Monde. Uh huh. And actually, that's exactly what this uh, this is from. Now, there's a whole story behind it, and I'm not going to tell the whole story here. But uh, James from Megadeth, uh, this was kind of a tribute beer to somebody. And I, 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 I'm the only reason I'm telling you is because I really want you to look this beer up and I want you to read the story yourself because I'm going to mash up the story. I'm going to screw it up. But this is actually a really um, it's nice. It's light. It kind of gives me a Heineken style flavor. If I was going to try to uh, try to associate it to something else, but it's not quite a Heineken. It's a Belgian style. 
Uh, mm. Ooh, I'm going to say this wrong. Sassion? Sasson Ale? Sasson. Sasson. Sasson Ale. Uh, it's dry hopped. It's 4.5 by volume. And uh, it's got a really... Uh, it's a really cool picture. Uh, you remember the, uh, what was it? The, the War is Peace album? Was that, that was one of the albums Megadeth had. It was like War is Peace or Peace is War. There was Rust and Peace. Rust and Peace. Well, it's got the dude from Rust and Peace, like right on the front of it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and it's really, it's a, it's a nice, it's an easy drinker. I could drink this all day long. If I was going to pair this with any type of food, it would be a nice, meaty like steak or burger just something that's got a a good beef flavor to it but it's now, good i like it not to be too mean but i'm gonna bust your balls cecil i'm gonna bust your balls hit it you're talking about megadeth and you said james james mustaine dave mustaine oh, dave james hetfield jesus christ i was thinking metallic <laughs> at the same time god damn it hey i told hey. you i was gonna bust your balls d i'm gonna bust your balls you can only bust his ball yeah, yeah, you can only bust my ball. <laughs> no, 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 you, you, you didn't know that he keeps generating more pieces. Oh, yeah, well, there's that. They just keep falling off eventually. He's a mutant. Yeah, okay, so, uh, yeah, Dave, you can, you can friggin' beat me in the skull. I was Because I, w- I was just saying Metalhead, and I went through Megadeth, Metallica, and then I went straight into James got caught in my head. But, I mean, hey, in, in my defense, Dave was a member of Metallica, like, at one point in time. He was before they released Kill 'Em All, their first album. He actually got kicked out of the band right before that, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it. So the next thing we try to get into every single time we get into this, State of Games. What are you guys playing? What are you doing? What are you watching? What, what's going on? State of Games. How are you feeling? Even if you just want to bullshit about how games are sucking horribly this, this week. So, uh, D, what's your State of Games, man? Well, this week I haven't played too much um, video games, haven't had too much time to, but I did pick up, which came out today, which of course is going to be several days later by the time I release this on Tuesday, but the, today's Friday. Uh, today the new set of Magic the Gathering came out, and it is Dominaria. They returned back to the original world of Magic. No shit. They're bringing back like an evolved form, like in older forms of a lot of the original stuff, man. So I just I just got a box of it and been opening up and going through and trying to build a deck and I'm liking it so far. God, I I loved Magic and and I say loved only because I got so I mean well shit do you know I got so balls deep into Magic and then they just kept like they just kept banning cards they kept like making up weird ass rules. Um, yeah, the tournament stuff. Yeah, cards that you think would go one way. Somebody uses it in a tournament, you find out it goes a completely different way. Yeah, all the people that would get butthurt over people using, like, a demonic tutor, Lord of the Pit freaking combo type of stuff. Oh, you can't have too many of those anymore. Oh, jeez. Exactly. Uh, you know, needing the law degree to play a blue deck, or just having it explained to you, and then your opponent writes an entire paragraph for you, and you're just like, I, okay, yeah, I guess all that happened. Yeah, and then when they start dropping, like, okay, so this happened in the stack here, which negated this part here, and it's like, all right, L- look, I just, I just casted a fireball, man. Did, did I hit you? Okay, okay, good. Let's resolve turn. We're good. Let's go. Wait, how many elf tokens do you have? Seventeen. Okay, well, I guess I just won't attack you then, ever. 
I like the salads and throws. Salad fungus everywhere. What about you, Shadow? Like Cecil's fridge. What's your state of news, man? I am still... Okay, I stopped playing The Witcher. You got me off that. Good job. I'm a junkie for that. So you got me into Wildlands, which is a great co-op game. It plays pretty fine single player, but something that we've noticed over time is it, even though it's from Ubisoft, I guess it's probably because it's from, it lacks that polish in the online experience. Like, it's a great game, it's a fun game, but there's just some things, like, they, they have the ability for a player to get into the trunk of a vehicle, something Zyber's done multiple times. But for some reason, the bed of a truck, you can't hop into that. Makes no sense. There's, it's a great game, and they're still improving it, but they they need to polish it more. Well, but well, get, getting into the trunk or getting into the, uh, the the bed of a truck is illegal when you drive. However, they can't Olivia. they can't get you if you're hiding in the trunk. Yeah, I'd like being in the trunk isn't illegal in most countries like Bolivia. I would like to point out that being in the bed of the truck, as long as you're over 16, I think it's 16, don't quote me on law, but at least if you're 18, uh, the bed of a truck is legal in Virginia if you're over 18. Let's say 18. Yeah, Virginia's its own country, isn't it? Damn right it is. Pretty much. Love it here. At least it's not like West Virginia, though. In West Virginia, you start hearing banjo music means windows up, doors locked. West Virginia. Or if you're whitewater rafting at that point in time, paddle faster. That or you're standing next to Shadow. You realize this is ringtone. Or if you're in Arkansas, which I lived for a little while, by the time you hear the banjo music, it's too late. You know, I think my dad actually had the ba- dueling banjos on for his ringtone. I, I forget <laughs> when, but I remember it went off, and I think I had a flashback of whitewater rafting in West Virginia, and I almost had a heart attack. Not because of whitewater rafting, but because I think uh, we were chased by the locals. And Shadow's muted, but he's talking. I love it. I was talking to myself about Zyba. So, uh, Zyber, what's your state of games, man? Um, it's very simple and easy. I've just been playing Pokemon Go. I haven't been able to hop onto anything else, really. I've been coming home and uh, spamming freaking shows and catching up on that stuff. I'm not really paying much mind to games. I hear you. My state of games has actually been... I don't want to say poor. I've actually had a, I've actually had a pretty good time. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of Wildlands. Right now we're stuck on the Predator, which uh, I think we're going to take down tonight. And yes, the, the Predator is in Wildlands. I have an audio clip. It's great. Uh, other than that, I've been playing some more Sea of Thieves. And I've been watching a bunch of people play Destiny 2 and about the, the different releases that they're coming down for with Destiny 2, like the uh, Masterwork Exotics. And uh, the new, what they call it, a raid layer. So I'm seeing some of that stuff. That looks interesting. I don't know if it's going to bring me back to the game. It might, maybe for a little while, but... I mean, I Did guess you I'm... see the news? They're going to be bringing out more content for Sea of Thieves. Oh, yeah. They've got a roadmap for that, which mostly is going to be uh, mostly free content, which is cool because, you know, the, one of my one big beefs with the game was it lacks content. But they're also going to add like a paid-for feature of certain things, not to break the game, but stuff for like social things, like pets and and uh, you know, uh, you know, different outfits and everything else. So the, the paid-for content's not going to actually be like a uh, pay-to-win or anything, which is kind of cool. It's the way you should do it, and it's not loot boxes; it's just straight pay-for. It's like I want a pet monkey. You pay for the pet monkey. 
Well, it's it's, it's kind of what uh, it it falls back on something that I I think Bungie did very very well when it came to paid content. You know, all the paid stuff that you can get out of that. It's not it's not pay to win. It's all cosmetic stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're getting skins. You're getting um, you know, you're getting a, a sparrow that can maybe go slightly faster than your neighbor's sparrow. But it, it's it, it, in the grand scheme of things, there's no great impact to to the gameplay whatsoever. And really, I think that's that's the way to go in games. That's I think the, I think it's the moral high ground in in paid content for games. And another thing that was just released, I haven't played it yet, but I've watched other people play it. Is Nintendo Labo? Oh, you haven't seen anything about that? I have not. Give me the lowdown. So uh, basically, it's it's like a cardboard kit, but it's a very thick, like sturdy cardboard. And you can get different kits, and it's got the game on it, and you actually build all your stuff. You got little robots. Um, you could do, like, this big backpack robot thing where, you know, it's a whole kit, and you uh, play a, a game where you basically, like, shooting lasers and punching stuff. Um, they got uh, the multi-kit that you can make, like, a little piano, and it teaches you some music. So it's almost like Legos, except with, like, really sturdy cardboard. See, now this seems completely lame. It seems like a way of getting the parents to join in their kids to play games. It it does, and, and I thought, well, it's going to get trashed. I was like, that's kind of flimsy. Come on. But um, one of the uh, guys I know actually got to go to one of those Nintendo conferences and actually got to play with it before it was released, and he seemed to really enjoy it, and his kid really enjoyed it. They get to build the set together. And then playing, they really enjoyed it, and it's a very, it's a more of a sturdier cardboard, so it's not as flimsy. The one thing that I do worry about is that if your kids do be a little rough and it does damage or break it, um, you can't just use any other old cardboard and make it. And my thing is, are you going to sell like replacement parts, like little cardboard sheets to replace the stuff that's destroyed? That's my one beef with it. It'll be fun while it lasts, but it's not going to last very long. But it's gotten really good reviews, so it's something to take keep an eye out for, for at least for the kids ages six and up. So. Yeah, if you have a kid age six and up, they can put it together themselves or basically have the parents help and everything else, but it looks pretty neat. Yeah, something tells me that the parents are going to have to help. For the most part, probably. That's all right, though. It didn't look too bad. It's like Lego sets. I'll help with Lego sets. Yeah, until that, until you hear that sound of the Legos being dumped out of the box and that immediate chill goes up your spine because you know they're going to miss a Lego and you know you are going to find said Lego. But other than that, I really haven't been playing too much, too many other games. I've been playing a bunch of Pokemon Go. Uh, we still have that gym right outside of work, so we play the hell out of that. Except for Shadow, he doesn't. Yeah, Shadow doesn't have it. Nerds. Yeah. Except when I was talking about, hey, look at this Pokemon I got, and you just start rattling off what gen it's in and what its weaknesses are and what's the best Pokemon to attack it with. Okay, well, let me give you my state of games in the year 1999. Uh, I think it was 99. I don't know. It was whenever Crystal came out. Basically, Saturday morning, reset game, spend about two hours Saturday morning catching a uh, Dawn fans pre-evolution, I forget, Fanfy, and then running through the entire game through the course of the week using that Fanfy that becomes a Dawn fan and just using Rollout on everything, including Whitney, because screw her, the internet will agree, she's a bitch. There. State of Games, 1999. Well, thanks for that jump back there. Well, been, actually, you know what? I also watched some movies that uh, I, I I typically don't have time for movies, but 
I had a couple of days off this week for some weird thing. Anyway, so I got to, I was supposed to be on Geek Squatch and uh, I got the whole thing happen over the weekend and I feel horrible because I said, yeah, yeah, I can totally be there. And I literally like in, in the process of about four or five hours, I completely lost my voice. So Monday I'm like, yeah, I'm totally going to be there. I'm going to be there. And like the, the, the pain and everything else just kept getting so bad to the point where I actually couldn't speak by about nine or 10 o'clock at night. And I literally, I, I like, I'm, I'm rasping out a, but just, just a horrible gurgly sound. And like, yeah, I, I don't think I would be that much fun to record right now, but, and I hope they've already released by now. I got to check to see if they have, I was supposed to watch the movie, uh, super Mario brothers or back in the nineties. Yes. Okay. So everybody remembers how much of a dumpster fire that was. So I watched it. Th- I watched it once, just like, hey, let me let me refresh my memory on this. So I watched it once, and then I watched it a second time, taking notes because I was like, oh man, I got to make sure I got some good stuff because you know, I'm going on a, re- a a movie review, you know, a nerd culture review podcast. I got to make sure I got this shit down. Well, so I subjected myself to that movie two times in the same day, and then I backed out because I couldn't talk. Felt like a felt like a horrible person. But I I flip. worry about you. No, no, I don't need like, you willingly subjected yourself not once but twice to it. Well, because I wanted to make sure that I was good good and well versed in it. And you know, you never well, catch everything the first time. Well, were you at least wearing those glasses that protect your eyes? Uh you mean a blindfold? Yeah, sure. No, no, I didn't have one handy. Oh, I, I was well. wearing a ball gag though. Oh, well that makes it easier. Nice. Breaking out the ball gag. Well, you gave uh, it to me. It reminds me of that time in uh, Columbia when we had to escape from the drug lords. Which time? The time where uh, all we had was the canteen of uh, Scorpion Vodka and the Vaseline. Was that the time with Jose? No, that was the time with Paco and Morgan. Oh, Paco. God, whatever happened to Paco? Dude, he stepped on a fucking landmine. Seriously? I mean, they're landmines Seriously, in Columbia. Seriously, yeah. Yeah, poor Paco. Well, here's one for Paco. Uh, I would just like to say uh, thank you to Zyba for that message you just sent me. Yeah, you're welcome, man. Thank you very much. We won't have these problems in the future then. So I guess the next uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about is actually something, Shadow, I think you will find near and dear to your heart. So, uh, oh, let me let me do the opener on this one. I have the I have the notes here. Oh, hit me! Come on! Oh my! Hit me with your pet shark. So there is hit a me one more time. There is a person in the world that has put over eighteen hundred hours into The Witcher Three, and it's not you, right? It is not me. I actually loaded up Steam for this conversation and checked it. I'm at two hundred and six. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's that's my entire thought. And note, I have 76% of the achievements unlocked at 200 hours. So it's it's something that even though the game is super in-depth, it only takes about 100 hours for a, a fairly in-depth playthrough, which means this guy's probably done it around 18 times. Yeah, but in this dude's defense, he's also going a student going to school. Which means he should be studying. Oh, come on. Everybody well, in school. Yeah, you're right. I'm a two-time college dropout, so I, I can't talk. Exactly. Everybody's playing Dose. video games. Yeah, so this dude is out of Sweden. 
played The Witcher, Witcher 3 for a total of, of, at the time of this article being written, uh, 1,851 hours. Just a little over 77 days straight. That's, that's just actually shy of a, about a full-time, of, uh, full-time work, or a full year of full-time work. Which you'll probably have by the time this podcast comes out. Yeah. Now I t- you know what uh, that makes me uh since since we're comparing comparing time spent in games, I gotta pull out my uh my wasted time penis. All right, my uh my wasted time penis is for Starbound when that was in alpha to like now, I only have three hundred and eighty hours. Like I'm checking real quick. And let's see what I got here. I want to say it's Go Figure the Game that it was actually hardest for me to get into at first. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Skyrim at 357 hours for the original version, and the special edition racked up another 68. Yeah, my Skyrim is my second, and that's a little over 200 hours. Oh, All wait, right. sorry, Civ Five, but Civ Five is one of those games you just walk away for, for 20 minutes and be like, oh, yeah, I'm still playing. All right, so so here's here's how I and actually I'm looking at this and I'm starting to feel a bit ashamed at actually reading this number, but uh, it was my time wasted in Destiny, the original Destiny. It clocks in at hold on, let me get a calculator out here because I can't math. I've already proved that this week. Oh wow, he's got to calculate this one. He can't math, and then he actually just bought it again. Okay, so <laughs> oh Christ. I have a total of 2,426 hours into the original Destiny. Wow. Wow, you could have worked for a year instead. That's, that's my problem. I started seeing this as time that I could be learning another skill or I could just be working, but then I don't want to work more than 40 hours a week. So, Yeah, that's a, that's a, a, oh my God, that's 101 days straight. Now, I want you to figure this part out. I was also in the middle of all of that going to school to get my bachelor's cecil i don't want to say this but you dumb no remember i said i don't sleep ever this is why i worry about you i think i actually have empirical proof that i don't sleep ever okay um the thing though is he would play destiny while doing a lot of his schoolwork and doing a lot of other things and playing like two or three other games at the same time. That's because his toes are like fingers. I think he has opposable big toes. <laughs> uh, I can throw a baseball. <laughs> All of his limbs feet. can do separate things at the same time. Yeah, so when people say that they can multitask, they, they're kind of just really shifting their focus between a whole bunch of things and they're you know doing one thing at a time, but they're just doing a lot of things in the same around the same time. Now, see, I'm actually doing multiple things simultaneously. Yeah, I remember when uh, he used to be, you know, sitting there munching on something and, and beating me at, like, Mortal Kombat using his toes. Oh, yeah. God, remember we had that one crash over at Scott Thompson. That guy was trying to beat the hell out of me every single time, and I, was, I think I was Liu Kang, and I just, just kept ripping him one. I remember going over to your place, and, uh, you know, we'd be playing a game, and you'll be doing your homework with your feet, and you're like, well, I write better with my feet. <laughs> I actually do. My handwriting with my feet is better than with my hands. It's kind of creepy, actually. Not you bring that back. When I go over to his house, I just end up shoving him in my car with luggage on top of him, or getting a hug, and then just immediately leaving. Oh, well, did uh, did did that thing that you say was going to happen happen? Damn right it did. Hoorah! Congrats. It. 
<laughs> so anyways, back to this dude who played freaking 1800 hours. That's just see now in Destiny, I can see you doing that because it's a social game. There's weekly resets, you know, reason to go back. But uh all right, Shadow, I gotta ask, what is there in The Witcher to make you continuously play for 1800 hours? That that's the thing. So on the second playthrough, there was still new stuff, and I assume on a third playthrough, there's 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 branching stories, but at the end of the day, there's there's three endings. There's like two endings to like one of the first DLCs, and the third DLC has three endings. But realistically, those are all still independent of each other. So you're, I don't think there's a way to actually generate eighteen unique playthroughs. Like there just there isn't, and even the stuff that does change, we're talking about. Uh, a character here, a character there. Like, it It only took me 100 hours to reveal every single marker in Novigrad, Velen, and White Orchard. As far as um, the Isles, no, no, I didn't touch that with the 10-foot pole. That would have taken me forever. So that's, that's the only thing I can think of is he's attempting to 100% it through somewhere between, like, 10 and 18 playthroughs. And... I, I don't know what he still... It says that he's he's missing achievements, but I don't see how. Because if you're focused on getting those achievements, it shouldn't take you more than an hour each. And there's our news correspondent, Shadow Fox, telling us about The Witcher. Did I actually talk? Actually, you were on mute that whole time, man. Oh, seriously? No. Oh. I just wasn't saying anything. Oh. Why do you think oh. I was making the weird faces and showing oh. you that soda? Oh, God. I thought the microphone thing was mute. That's why I have it up. Okay. Uh, it's all right. We'll get back to yeah. the Witcher. We'll get back to the Witcher. <laughs> oh, God. Anywho. So, I told you guys my brother came up last weekend, right? Absolutely. So, he came over because he's, he's switching jobs, thank God. And, uh... He came over, so we started playing different uh, different board games and whatnot. And, of course, Cards Against Humanity came up. Everybody knows and loves Cards Against Humanity. And, D, you were just talking about Magic the Gathering. Absolutely. So my, my kind of, like, thought process here is I can remember a time where all we had was board games. Like, you I mean, you had video games, but it was really more like the, the elite would have them. You know, you, the people who had money had them. Not everybody had them. So we had board games. Then video games became more popular. But now board games seem to be coming back. And a lot of variations. There's a lot of... You go to any, like, game, game store, um, any, you know, Barnes & Nobles, and you just have all kinds of crazy uh, tabletop board games. Yeah, like even that one there, uh, Monopoly Token Madness. Um, I mean, they've got different variations on games. They've got... They've got different games. Hell, they've got games like Dark Souls, the board game. Like, what the fuck is that? They got Game of Thrones tabletop. I mean. Now, I got to admit, I've been taking a look at some of these games that have come out, and really, they are just a Dungeons and Dragons tabletop game. But they just like it's a it's a it's a miniature campaign, like a 45 to 45 minutes to an hour uh, miniature campaign. All right, another uh, flash from the packs that I went to in Boston. Um, they had a Monopoly Mario Kart. It was more like, you know, an independent thing than, like, a real Monopoly. Um, this was like, you know, some of the things were like Rainbow Road or, uh, you know, K-1 
Calgrove or whatever, like the worlds were called. And uh, you collect coins instead of money. It was really actually pretty neat. Uh, the wife played it when we were there. So it was a Mario Mario Kart themed Monopoly game. Yes. Huh. And like you got um, the power ups too, like depending on what you landed on and what your card said you could get at that time for like what you rolled. It was pretty decent. Huh. Yeah, we went. Um, I went up and I was visiting Daymok a couple of weekends ago, and there were uh, a couple of stores up there. Uh, just like hobby stores, and they had you know the the plethora of board games, and I didn't even realize there are actually two distinct different versions of a Firefly game, like you know Serenity Firefly. There's actually two distinct versions of it. I actually have one. Never got around to playing it because it's uh you know you have to have a law degree to figure out how to play it. But yeah, it was like two distinct versions of Firefly. There were so many different ones, and there were some really. Like, there were card deck-building ones. There were, um, you know, there were games like Zombicide where, you know, you've got a scenario. You've got to run past a certain number of things. But what do, you, what do you guys think really is making board games come back? Is it social media? Is it the ability that a physical, tangible object for the Instagram group where they can, they can tag their friends and take a picture together around a board game? I mean, I never thought of it that way, but I mean, I don't, I don't really think I see too many people playing board games on, uh, on Instagram. But then again, I'm not on Instagram, so. Yeah, I that that's the thing that I can see is it's when when you're all playing different games at your own homes, you can't you can't be social about that. But if maybe it's the people wanting to meet up and do something in person. You really think that would drive board games coming back? I mean, there are a lot of board games out there. Or it's the hipsters that want to go back to the olden days. I I couldn't tell you. I mean, I enjoy a good game of Monopoly. That's one thing that I blame. I blame hipsters. Yeah, hipster. But, I mean, there's been some really, really cool games that have come out, though. Like, uh, and some really innovative ones, too. Um, like Gloom. You guys ever heard of Gloom? The Pokemon? Not the Pokemon. <laughs> so it's a very simple... The sim- welfare version of Doom? No. So it's it's a super simplistic game. Uh, you basically start off, you have, I think, four or five family members. They're cards that you have face up on the table. And then you draw some cards. And basically what you're trying to do is you're trying to, like, have your family members have the worst possible life ever. But that's not where the fun part of the game comes in. The fun part of the game comes in where you draw a card, okay, and you play it on one of your characters. And as you pull up, as you play whatever it is on one of your characters, like let's say it's goes out on a picnic and steps on some bees. So the card just says goes on a picnic and steps on some bees. But it's up to the actual person who's playing to um, to like romanticize it, to dramatize it, to actually stretch it out farther. And it's actually, it comes even funnier when you've got one person who plays something really nice on one of your characters. And then you play something really negative, like went on a picnic and found the love of your life. And then you play a card that says your genitals fell off due to some weird form of syphilis. Okay, I just uh, looked up on Instagram on the board games thing. Hashtag board games has almost 2 million posts. So yeah, I I guess it is a thing. Called it. 
But two million? Do you really think two million is enough to bring that, bring all these games to life? Well, there are different um, board game hashtags also on here. There's a plethora of them. Like, I'm scrolling through them and they just keep on popping up. That's two million posts. That's not how many people playing them. But I mean, but you're saying that Instagram is what's driving board games coming back. So that's two million posts to drive it. I'm saying it's Instagram entirely, but social media in general might be a part of it. It's like the uh, the people that take photos of their food when they go to restaurants. Oh, the foodies? Yeah, it's like that, but something that's not food. Yeah, I, but, but those people should die in a fire. I don't want people to play board games to die in a fire. That's because they're supporting something you like. Okay, there's a person on Instagram called Board Game Girl. Is she naked? Gotta say, go on. Negative. Uh, can you DM me that link? All right, and hey, hold on a second. Wait a second. I want to point out, I really like food. You don't get to have this much mass without liking food. Well, so you can like food all you want, but the Instagrammers aren't creating more food options. The food options, people are always going to eat food, but the more people posting about board games means the more that the designers and developers and the manufacturers want to make it because they think that the sales are on the up and up. Ooh, got a link. Click. I find your logic concerning and accurate. Uh, I don't know. I'm on social media. I'm not good at it, but I'm on it. I agree. I'm not good at it. No, no, you're not good at it. How many, how many hashtags did, uh, did your last post have? Was that 34? It was like 12. And it was a cat drinking water out of a bathtub. It was hilarious and cute. Well, what are some good board games? What, so let me rephrase. What are some of the newer board games that you guys have played that you dig? Oh, newer? I don't know. Cthulhu Chest. You can't go old school with like chess or Monopoly or checkers or something like that. I play a mean game of Monopoly though. Man, I'll cut. You don't want to play Monopoly with me. The, the game will end with somebody saying, I'll cut you. All right, well, let's put the weapons on the table before we start. <laughs> we might as well be playing Clue then. Uh, so, I don't know. Other than like remasters and remakes of Monopoly. Our buddy, the one that we played D&D with, he's, he's done a couple of them, but a lot of them just seem to be, like, video game spinoffs, in yeah. a way. So, I think there was one that was, like, really close to, it would almost feel like playing Civilization. Oh, what, like Caravan? Something like that, yeah. And, like, that's, that's the problem with a lot of these new games, is trying to be innovative, that the rule sets are just all over the place. There's our, there are some good ones. Like Jess and I play um, Dominion, and that's a fun deck building game. I really enjoy that. Uh, I think I actually started up at your house, Boss Monster. Yes, Boss Monster. That's a really cool card game that's based off of pretty much old school video games, retro video games. But not it's not a literal takeoff, but it's just kind of a spoof on them all, and that's great. We got Boss Monster here. Uh, Betrayal on House on the Hill is great. Um, how, how is Betrayal on House on the Hill? Because I keep seeing that, and I'm like, man, I want to get that, but it looks like I need a law degree to play it. It's really good. Yeah, it's it complicated at first, but once you get the hang of it, it's a lot of fun. Um, Adam uh, got me onto that. Oh, the article? Yep. Nice. And you know, he's kind of a, a snob at games. I mean, he's yeah, he... <laughs> he's got a lot of harsh opinions, but he really likes that game. Yeah, the, I've, I've got that, as I said, i got that Firefly game. One day I'll have to, you know, I'll have to sit down, bang heads together. Not sword fight, bang heads together. And uh, see if we can figure it out. <laughs> There's always mass nothing. 
And um, actually, wife and I have been playing along with uh, one of her friends. Uh, some friends that come over is we've got a it's kind of, it, it's kind of like a board slash card game, and it's a Harry Potter game where basically you're all working together to defeat the uh, you know uh, Voldemort and his Death Eaters and everything else and all the bad guys. Well, how about how about this for D? Why don't you bring down uh, a couple of decks for Magic? And just hand them to Cecil and I and see how well we do since we used to play it a long time ago. Oh, God. How about I just bring, uh, how about I just bring my entire box of Dominion? I just bought an entire big box. Yeah, let's, let's see how well we do based off our older knowledge of the game. All right, then. If we're doing that, then I'm going to bring my Marvel Versus cards with me so that we can play something nice. that's not magic. The only warning is you might look at a few of the new uh, abilities and be like, what the is that? And it's like just renaming a few of the old ones. <laughs> Whatever the name for Haste and Trample is now, that's all I need to know. <laughs> I just need to know First Strike. That's all I need. Well, that's what Haste is, First Strike. Is that what Haste is now? Wait a minute. I thought. I was going to say, because First Strike was... Was it First Strike first. renamed Haste? And I know... I think Haste replaced Summoning Sickness. Or is Haste where you get to fu- you get to attack the first time it come out? Yeah, the Haste replace. Uh, it used to be called This Creature Doesn't Suffer from Summoning Sickness. Summoning Sickness, yeah. oh, that's then, what it is. Yeah, and they changed it to just Haste. I think First Strike in a, a case where there's a uh, the opponent counters, if it's stronger, it has First Strike where it fully hits the enemy, takes it out, but doesn't die. Yeah, there's fir- first strike is where your damage resolves first. So that character, that creature's damage resolves before the other creature's damage. So if you kill it first, it dies without taking. Damage. Yeah, let's say it's a it's a yeah. twenty one character uh, creature, and you're facing up against I don't care anything. Basically, you do your twenty damage before that other creature does its one. I still remember some things. I also started uh, buying up some of the uh, old school ones, the cheap ones first, but I, I've, I've got some magic cards kicking around now. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, but I got a quarter of my uh, reimbursed like collection, I guess you could say, um, over here. I'm actually holding deck right now. Um, the, there are a lot of new um, fucking ability type things like dive and... Uh, overrun or some shit like that. That's kind of like Death touch. trample, and it's it's gotten a little weird. Um, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, but yeah, it's still weird. It's not like what we used to play. The older gentleman in the room. <laughs> I'm gonna bring over boss monster. Who who are you calling old, Shunny? I don't know. I just pooped myself, but... Darn it, Uncle Fester! Uh, board game-wise, I've only played, um, Catan. I've played it, like, twice. Um, it's like a, a trade-building kind of, kind of game. Like, you have, um, like, Civ kind of thing going on, and you build your trade routes... I think that might be the game that Shadow was talking about. Possibly. It sounds about right. Yeah. Did you guys play the game Munchkins? Love Munchkins. I've never... I don't I don't think I've ever played it. I'll have to pick that up for Massanutten. Yeah, Munchkin's awesome. I love Munchkin. Other than that, it, I've played a game that D got me uh, for my birthday one year is Chez Cthulhu. Pretty interesting game. Didn't quite understand it, but... Definitely interesting. 
Man, we gotta we gotta kick back into the uh we found it forever ago on this show that allows us to play board games digitally. Vassal? Vassal. Yes, Vassal. That was that. it. Vassal. Yeah, I still have that loaded. Same here. We gotta start actually mastering the use of that, because that looks like it has some pretty great potential in it. We should also do like on Discord, we're gonna have to start having like a game day on Discord where we do like uh like a D&D, like, campaign on Discord. We could even stream it. Yeah, we could do that. I wouldn't be that hard. Do, like, little episodes of... Uh, we'll create, like, a little party, and we'll uh, create a little uh, little streaming. Well, until... As I say, I can't I can't GM anything until I'm done with school. Once I am oh, this is done just an with idea school, for the future. I'm going to be, like... I'm going to have one huge sigh, and then I'll probably pass out for a week. I need you to be done with school already. Yeah. You and me both, man. Vassal definitely has some pre-grain uh, potential. Oh, God, yeah. Cecil's probably feeling about school like I did when I got back from the uh, military, went into school. I feel like Billy Madison. <laughs> back to school. Ah, back to you school. know, it's, it's, not, it's not that it's just, it's not that it's bad. It's just, you know, like I put on like 20 or 25 pounds because literally I get home, I sit in front of the computer, I study. Uh, I actually forced myself yesterday because I got home and I got home late. I got home. Nobody was here. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I took like an hour and a half. I did like 30 minutes of cardio. I did about 45, 50 minutes of strength training. And I did like a a nice, easy 10 minute cool down. And, uh, you know, I I I thought to myself, man, I'm going to get done with this and I'm going to hate myself. Like I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and I'm going to feel like a pile of crap. And I woke up this morning. I felt pretty damn good. Yeah, since it's been so long, you're not going to feel it today. Tomorrow, you're going to feel like a pile of shit ran over by a damn dump truck. Hello, meows! That's why I'm just going to, like, when I wake up tomorrow morning, I'm just going to roll out of bed and just, like, snort a line of Advil. I mean, I feel I hate myself for you already. (laughs) I mean, I tried to keep it light with everything because I knew that I I was going to hurt myself. So, you know, I did, I did, like, sets of 10 sets of 15 uh you know push-ups and then i did really really lightweight stuff you know super super lightweight and i don't know what shadow's doing but he's got a leather bound book he was showing his pussy meow yeah he was showing off meows he had some sort of leather bound book he oh yes i'm using that as a really ghetto tripod oh i love it i love it i want to see a skin bound book come visit me you mean the necronomicon Try Army of Darkness, dude. <laughs> but yo, or the Necronomicon. Bastard just struck me. All right, so, okay, I gotta, I gotta ask, because I keep seeing the Deadpool logo on your shirt, Zyra. Who's going to see Deadpool 2? I am. I really want to. That looks awesome. I saw some of the uh, oh, stuff for that. It just looks great. It looks to be hilarious. Is anybody going on day one? Uh, day one? Uh, day one, probably not. Probably the next day. But yeah, it looks hilarious. Like, I want to see it, but day one movie theaters don't get along with me. One of the reviews was just hilarious. I saw one of the, um, well, not reviews, one of the um, trailers um, trailers for it. And Cable stabbed him in the neck and was talking about a bunch of stuff, being really, like, you know, violent and dark. He's like, man, you sound like you're from the DC Universe. You're so dark. Are you sure you're not from the DC Universe? Yeah, (laughs) it was great. You're bullets. I had to laugh at that one. Really fast. So who are you, yeah. Peter? Do you have any superpowers you want to tell us about? No, no superpowers. I just saw the ad. You're in. 
<laughs> it's like, next thing you know, he's cruising down with the rest of the group with a, with a parachute on his back. <laughs> Plane. That's how I got my current job, by the way. Any qualifications? Uh, no. You're hired. You're level three. Exactly. Well, we're going to have to bring some of these games down to Massanutten because I'm sure after we all go ziplining and hiking and, uh, and whatever that we'll want to sit down and, and drink heavily and play something. Hopefully not too. Hopefully not hiking too far. <laughs> I'm in sorry shape. I'll meet you at the other end of the zip line because I don't do heights. I don't do heights either. That's why I'm going to do it. And don't worry, Zyper. We're going to get you so horribly drunk. You're going to be like, "Yeah, what are we doing? Oh yeah, you're attaching me to this thing. Wow, we're really high up. Why are you attaching me to this thing?" The next thing you know, we're just going to hear um, you screaming and yelling like Mister Barber down the friggin' black tornado, whatever the hell that was. Yeah. It- more like people are like oh are we in a rainforest nope that's me pissing and shitting myself i'll take photos exactly he's got the he's got the the friggin like eight foot lens he'll get a, he'll get great shots of you screaming and crying and pissing the whole way <laughs> splat oh the seagulls are really bad this year i might i might miss we might have to put him back up there a second time <laughs> <laughs> Autofocus was wrong, my yeah, bad. Yeah, a second run would probably give me a coronary. It's all right. You know what? If you guys are afraid of heights, you know what you have to try is rappelling. You look out the tower, you literally have to just tip and fall back to start. Uh, soft pass. How high can oh, I be when I do it? I like rappelling. Firm pass. Especially like 80, 90 pounds of gear on your back and an M16? Hell yeah. That, oh, that's, that's interesting. Car. Hard pass. Where do you think I learned to repel? <laughs> it's crazy talk, Cyber. It's just crazy talk. I thought you learned how to repel women at the bars in college. Well, I, I learned first in the army. Both. Both. <laughs> Shadow Fox. All right, Cyber. I gotta let you. You've been muted this whole time. Every time I say something to you, you've been muted. What? You're still now off. you're not muted. Okay. You know, like when we all paused and I was just like, yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, you're totally muted. That's fine. <laughs> It's just your typical Friday. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we got a few questions to get into here. Um, two of them actually from you, Zyroblood, so I mean, really we shouldn't even read them, but we're going to anyways, because why not? What the hell not? Uh, we'll go with Daymox first, though, since this one this oh, one's God. seriously fucked up. Oh, no. Oh, no. I know what it is. Uh, ew, ew, ew. So I'm just going to ask the question instead of actually reading what he wrote, but let's say that your girlfriend or wife, whichever one you have, and your mother have now switched bodies. So your girlfriend's mind or, or wife, whatever, is in your mother's body. And your mother's mind is in your girlfriend or wife's body. You had to fuck one of them to get them to switch back. Which one do you fuck? Neither. I file for a divorce. And then I'm asking why. No, no, you can't, you can't cop out. You can't say neither. You got to choose one. I didn't answer when I was asked in private, and I'm not answering now. No, no, you gotta, gotta answer. Gotta answer. Come on. Come on. Can't cop out. Like, posing the question, would you rather shoot your wife slash girlfriend in the head or your mom? Well, that's easy, though, because neither one of them, like whoever you shoot, won't remember it. I, I beg to differ. Your wife, Cecil, will just get angry and hurt you. Oh yeah, she could take a bullet. I'd believe it. Yeah, she'd probably she'd probably pull like a Terminator. The head would just cock back a little, and then she'd just look at you. The eyes get all red. And you're like, oh shit. 
You need to at least put some holy water on that. Hold pool. on. Are we allowed to pull a Bill Cosby? No. Well, nobody said you couldn't. All right, uh-huh. then I'm pulling a full-on Bill Cosby. Uh, uh, that's exact. a solid plan, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get really drunk, roofie the wife's body, because, you know, it's the wife's body. Now, you know what? I- I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to answer this one now. I'm going to roofie myself. I'm just going to roofie myself. I'm going with that. I'm, do- I'm pulling a hangover. That way, when I wake up, I don't remember a thing. They can talk about it all they want. I don't remember a damn thing. You guys have better answers than mine. Granted, it'd be pretty horrible if I come to and both of them are still swapped. And I'm going, well, I banged somebody. <laughs> I got four used condoms here. And then and somebody comes out of the bathroom. Uh, no, that wasn't you doing the banging. Oh, shit. <sighs> and then just, I could, I could see it in my mind's eye right now. Zyber comes running out of the bathroom going, there's a fucking jungle cat in the bathroom. <laughs> It's yeah. just meows. About that. So come on, D. Which one would it be? You know what? I'd pick my wife's body because it doesn't have to traumatize me. Mom's got to live with that shit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've got to say something messed up. No, no, you know, that, that's there's there's logic behind that. Because, I mean, what would, you know, it's kind of one of those, it's like the Harold and Kumar go to White Castle thing, you know, where the cheetah bras in the completely wrong direction and your laptop's destroyed. How is that not worse? Well, the laptop only affects you, while the cheetah affects both of us equally. Yeah. I took logic in class. I, I can tell when there's something logical. All right, Shadow. That doesn't Come hurt on. me. Who is it? Okay. So, <laughs> here's, here's, here's my problem with the whole thing. If you want, you want a logical answer, uh, who here has seen Black Mirror? I have. Yes. Hmm? Yes. Okay, so that's an obvious thing. The episode where the prime minister has to fuck the pig. I may not have seen that Curly episode. Curly straight. Curly straight. <laughs> it's something that happened to get the, the queen's daughter back or whoever it was. I don't remember. I just thought it was a fucked up episode. But it doesn't matter what the outcome is. Your relationship is probably going to be fucking ruined. No, because I'm, I'm going I'm to let their daughter just stay kidnapped. <laughs> I ain't fucking no pig. I'm eating a damn thing. Be like, they'd be like, so, did you decide... Did you make bacon out of that? Yeah. And pork chops. And you, you know we can't get. You know. You know we can't get that daughter back. I'm eating bacon and pork chops and. Ooh. But to answer your question, no, I'm gonna cop out. I'm downloading Tinder. I love my fiance. I really do. But that's not trauma I want to endure. <laughs> but but you won't. It, it's it's her body. You won't be enduring the trauma. Your mom would. Yeah, yeah, that's messed All up, right. Damoc. Just, just. All right, hold on. What if, what if your your fiance and your mom knew that their minds were switched, but they didn't tell you? Well, how would he know that he's got a? That'd be a little bit easier. That's not a choice for yeah. him, then. The, the problem is, I would know. Right, but they told you afterwards. Now, the, now, now the real question is: is is Damoc the one that's messed up for? asking or is it we're the messed up ones for actually taking it and saying yeah we're gonna answer that one well i think it's i think it's everybody daymox definitely messed up i would say a little yeah. column a little column b and possibly a column c none of us are right none of us are undamaged yeah there's definitely a column c involved there as well and a little column d the column <laughs> c involves the pig there's always a column d he's on the show all right so next question uh and we'll kick this off. We'll 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 ask the the horrible question first, and 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 leave it off on a nice nice friendly question. 
But uh, if a nugget stays at a hotel, is it a half rate or is it just quartered throughout the stay? That depends. Well, I think we're not asking what they're wearing as, as an underwear. No, 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 no. What it depends on is are they there like, you know, like luggage or do they have all the, the wheelchair and the fancy thing and all the gear? Because if it's all the gear, it's like a whole person. You got all this extra shit, you know, driving around. But if it's like, if you just, you know, bring him in like a little carry-on, it's like, <laughs> it can be quartered. Now, I think you could probably get away with having to pay for them at all if you just called him a fleshlight. Well, then you just tell him, stay still, pretend you're a fleshlight, and just stick him in the suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> but here's now. the thing. They're the ones checking in. They're the ones checking in. I say... My question is, How? <laughs> Yeah, how do you swipe the card, or hand it over, or anything? You roll? Well, they probably have teeth. an aid. You make, make one little robot arm that just attaches to their back. Now we're talking about a, a nugget with aids? Well, it did probably <laughs> sleep with uh, Shadow. No, 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 like South Park. No, I think, I think Totes, totes co- are, are accommodated that one. But yeah, I, I'm starting to think that it'd probably be, if their stay is four days or more, the first four days would be quartered. I think you're fucked up. That's what I think. Moving on to your more logical and sane question. What's the best consumer market firewall? Yes. Yes. No, hold on, hold on. Before you go on, yes. If you're just thinking to yourself, are we going straight from nugget porn directly into an actual technical question? Yes. We did that here. That's the train wreck you are now listening to. Yes. GNAPodcast.com. Oh. Go on. Now, is is that the trend work or the fact that I didn't even catch on that that's abnormal? No, no. For us, it's not abnormal. For anybody who oh, could possibly okay. be listening, they're, they're going, that's a train wreck. You're going straight from Nugget into firewalls. I, I, you know what? I didn't even consider that. <laughs> that's how bad. So best consumer market firewall. Now- I actually, I got, I got to go with uh, with primary circles question on this. What are you doing with it? Because that's really going to depict on on what the best one is. Well, I am not liking McGaffey, and the two years that came with this computer is almost up. Oh, so you mean software firewall, uh, not no. hardware? I'm thinking like Cisco. Yeah, I was going totally with routers, Netgear, Linksys, built-in firewalls, Sonic Wall. I was going that way. You're talking about software firewalls. I'm with you now. Keep going. Um, and some gaming sites. I don't really like the way they're set up. Um, especially when they have pop-ups. So yeah. Just do it in a VM. Yep. I was just about to say that. The best way to do it, if, you're, if you've got a surf, like, okay, so take your computer, take your, your high-end computer, whatever you're doing, and then get, like, Oracle VirtualBox or something like that, spin up a small VM mm-hmm. of whatever the hell you want, and you fire it up, you go and do whatever nasty shit you're going to do on the VM, and then when you're done, you hit the delete key, and that VM is gone. And then everything that every all the bad stuff that you did goes away with that VM, and it's forever away. Mm-hmm. Damn easy, actually. That advice is for the people we like. If we don't like you, we'll tell you Windows Firewall. <laughs> is that what we're talking about? Like a virtual monitor or some? No, no, no. Shit? It's called a virtual virtual machine. machine. 
virtual machine. So go go look up uh, it's Oracle VirtualBox. Super super easy to set up. Super super easy to do. All you need is some installation media. Wham bam, thank you, ma'am. You got a virtual machine up and running, and you can just keep rolling them through too. You like you you could ring one up and have it active for the thirty days, and then delete it and get it fired back up and run another one. Super easy. And if you don't want to go for a paid for license or buying an operating system, use Linux. It's free and it's it works great. Yeah. You can do that too. Especially for the pornography. You can you can spin up a VM. As I say, when you get handy with it, like when you really get good with it, you can have a VM spun up in about 20 minutes. You can start doing templates and stuff like that. Then you start getting into save states. Then you don't even have to blow away your whole VM. You just do a save state, go out there, look up all the nugget porn you want, and then you restore your previous save state. Boom. It's like that nugget porn never happened. And it reverts right back. Yeah. It's also great for incompetent users, man. Just be like, I fucked it up. Okay, here you go. All better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So what's the best porn site? Pornhub. 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 If you want to deal with that, the advertisements, an affiliate of theirs is called Thumbzilla. Like, your thumb. Zilla, like in Godzilla. It's an affiliate. They have no ads. No pop-ups. Just don't sit on it. Yeah, just don't sit on it. It's a less less selection, but if you don't want live jasmine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you hear that sound, it means you've gone too deep. That's when it pulls back out. Pull it out like a lawnmower. Pull it out like a Tootsie Pop. Oh, just don't eat it. Don't, don't try to find out how many licks it takes to get to the center. Whatever you do, God, don't do that. 69. Oh, God, do you remember the blow pop commercials when they used to do that pop noise? <laughs> oh, yeah. I do. I lived a different childhood. And I remember we were all trying to do that damn noise when we were at school the next day. Oh, God. I, I you know, I, I don't think I've, I don't think I've actually said the word God so many times on a podcast, but we certainly need Jesus or something here. Yes. We need, we need saving from something, probably ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're driving a bus right now, and everybody's going, where are we going, and why are we in this handbasket? I'm Ricky Bobby, and I'm on fire. Help me, Tom Cruise. I think after, like, even my comments alone, I, I think this would be the podcast. You'll see the, the listening ship. Oh, look at our list. And you'll see the big dip will be this podcast right oh, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is going to be the one where we, <laughs> we done fucked up. I think we got a predator to go kill, so. D, where can people find you at? People can find me on uh, my website, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S, dot com. Uh, for reviews and everything else, it also links to my YouTube page, uh, microbrewgamers with a Z instead of an S, on that. Same thing on my Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on my Discord channel, or of course, haunting the uh, GNA Discord. Uh, I'm also on uh, Yeah Dude's uh, Discord as well. Uh, along with uh, Slow Speed Run and uh, many others. Very cool. Zyber, where can people find you at? You can find me on uh, MorganBS.com. Um, that's MorganBS Photo, sorry. Um, you can find me on the GNA uh, Discord, Twitter. Um... <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got everybody going like, what the fuck? No, but seriously, you can find me on the GNA uh, Discord, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Zyber Games, um, Facebook, and Twitter. 
You can find me also gaming. I'm pretty much anything. If like you search Zyberblood, that's Z-Y-B-R-B-L-O-O-D, 10 to 1 is going to be me. That 1% is a 8-year-old bastard child that will not surrender the name and is ruining my reputation. Uh, that's really, really difficult. I mean, he might be improving it. I like, I tried to, I tried to ruin it, but once you're at rock bottom, it's hard to go lower. We've got a power drill. (laughs) (laughs) We're like the mole men. Fuck your power drill. I have an auger. I dig myself so deep. I hit lava and then pop out the other side of the earth. So shout out to Where can people find you at, man? They can find me at morganbs.com. And then all my other links are right there. Or in the GNA podcast. Or here, somehow, again, and again, and again. Say, not if Zyber takes you out first and <laughs> takes it over. <laughs> Apparently. I don't have that many subscribers. And I'm Cecil Xavier, your host. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, every every other place. On Twitter, I'm Cecil versus Games. Everywhere else, I'm Cecil Xavier. So look for me there. Ustream, Mixer, everywhere. Find me there. Uh, yeah, um, Shadow, yes. you're you're welcome from Cecil and I for that one night where we stayed up liking all your stuff. <laughs> I, you I noticed that. Uh, for the record, they liked over 200 different photos. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I love right. you, buddy. I stayed up three days undoing it all with dislikes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> So we hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribes on iTunes help people find the show. So if you, um, oh, sorry, reviews on the show. Jesus Christ. It's only 4.5% that's hit me this hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's rate and review, not rape and review. We're not Cosby. No, no, don't rape and review. Well, I mean, if you're going to come and rape me, I'm okay with that. But it's kind of hard to rape the willing. It is. I might be willing, depending on how you look. The evidence is in the pudding. I think it's the proof Jesus. is in the pudding. Proof is in the pudding. That's what it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is too. So if you enjoy listening to us, help other people find the show. Give us a uh, a rate and a review. Help them find us. You can also find us on Android with Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, or yeah, Stitcher, Player FM, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, and whatever the hell you want to find us at. Uh, if we're not there, let us know. We'll upload there so that you can listen to us there. You can follow us on Twitter. Just search at GNA Podcast, all one word, no period spaces or anything like that. Uh, or join us on our Discord chat. Just see that pinned tweet. We're also on Facebook. Uh, just search at GNA Podcast on Facebook and you will find us there. We've started playing and hosting guests on our stream feeds on www.twitch.tv forward slash GNA Podcast and mixer.com forward slash GNA Podcast. Now, normally I would say something about Humble Bundle here and I would pass it right off on to Blue, but. Uh, well, Blue's not here, so uh, we've got to just have a uh, a moment of silence for Blue. We have to be Blue for Blue. Is the moment over? You know, I just realized that there's no point in having any moment of silence. When I do the whole truncate silence thing, it just eliminates all of it, and we just keep talking right after it. So, we are partnered with Humble Bundle. And you know what? Tell us about Humble Bundle, D. Humble Bundle is a game purchasing service that we, GNA, are partnered with. Mm-hmm. You purchase games like you normally would, but with a twist. You choose what part goes to the publisher, the Humble Bundle, or the charity. You can give it all to charity if you want, or none of it. Your call. Throw that question mark partner equals GNA podcast at the end of your Humble Bundle link before you buy. 
to let them know that we sent you their way. Mm-hmm. It's sweeter than that. They're mostly on Chris. So far this month we've raised how much, folks? That's $22.24 this month in April. Oh, that is an accurate number. Okay. For charity through our partnership with Humble Bundle. <laughs> We're a proud member of the Ninja Pancake community. So check out our good friends, The Meter, on We Need to Talk, and Caleb and Alex on Geek Squad. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography. Yeah, I know it's a little redundant, but we're saying it anyways, for our new logo and artwork. So check him Yay! out at morganbs.com. Email us at GNA Podcast at GNA in your DNA.1 with questions, comments, death threats. We don't care. Send us dick pics. We send them all to D anyway. Last yeah, but not least. And um, also, uh, when you send your request, we will send you a naked photo of Shadow with Kevin Smith. I have additional questions. Like how we got the naked photos of you with Kevin Smith? Exactly, actually. Uh-huh. Well, do you really think that's bourbon you're drinking? Uh, the proof is in the pudding. God damn it, was that pudding? <laughs> I've been tricked. I'll go down. Last but not least, you see. check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com. You should see what I did with all the uh, dick pics. Oh, God. It's the most monster of them all. It's Dick Cthulhu. Oh, you didn't even have to edit it that much, did you? <laughs> nope. Nice. Real cop out. <laughs> it still has a bad image. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do something to get that image out of my head. Thank you so much. Check this out. When they all get hard. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for joining me tonight. Have a great night. Have a good one. Did you see my penis dance? 